I remember this time I was at the club. I was with some friends and I had taken Molly. I took Molly and I just started freaking out. I was freaking out, right? And it had to be like 12 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I called my mom. I literally called her at her home. And I was like, Mom, I just took drugs and I'm freaking out. And she pauses and she says, are you okay? I told her I was okay. I was like, can you come get me? She says, no. So that was fine. I hung up the phone. Now, at that time, I was not saved. I really didn't want anything to do with God. That is the nature, the natural nature of human beings. We were born into sin. We are born in hostility. So we do not naturally want anything to do with God. Now, at this time, uh, my mom was a Christian. She's been a Christian for Years and what I really want to talk about in that instance, and this that's not the only example, but in that example, she really showed not only grace but she showed love. And in that moment, she did not condemn me, she wasn't looking down on me, even the next day. She had to like nothing happened, literally. I saw her and she had to like nothing happened. She was like, hey, babe, how are you? And that truly is the spirit of God. That truly is the character of Jesus. Of course, her not picking me up was her not condoning my actions. She wasn't like, oh, yeah, I condone that my daughter is doing drugs. It wasn't about that, but it was about, okay, I'm still going to love my daughter and meet her where she is in this moment in her life and before I started this podcast I really was talking to God and I was like Lord what do you want me to talk about today and he put it on my heart to talk about meeting people where they are so I want to go ahead and read a scripture quickly so we're going to be reading out of first Corinthians 9 19 starting in verse 19 niv translation um paul is talking he is the speaker he says though i am free and belong to no one i have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible to the jews i became like a jew to win the jews to those under the law i became like one under the law though i myself though i myself am not under the law so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but I'm under Christ's law. So as to win those not having the law. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I've become all things to all people so that my possible means, so so that by all possible means, I might save some. I do all of this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. So I want to talk about that really quickly and get the, really the gist of the scripture. Uh, The gist that, basically what Paul is saying, I am going to meet any person that I encounter 
for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I am going to meet that person where they are. And there's so many times where I've, and I, as, as many of you, I've experienced both spectrums where I've met those that um, claim to be believers, but they have more of a Pharisee mindset, a Pharisee spirit. A Pharisee spirit is a spirit that um, is under the law of Moses that was made in the Old Testament. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they did not recognize Jesus as the Savior when he came because Jesus really did do things outside of the the quote-unquote law. And I don't want to say quote-unquote because it truly was the law, but he did things outside of the law. And they did not recognize Jesus as the Savior, as God, because he did not obey quote-unquote the law. However, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, all they did was disobey the law. They they said that they kept the law, but they did not. They did not um, love their neighbor as themselves. They were wicked, they stole, they mistreated people, um, they looked at people as beneath them. And when Jesus came, Jesus came to heal the sick. Jesus did not come for people that were already whole. Jesus did not come for people that looked at themselves as perfect. And so the Pharisees did not like that. They actually said that Jesus was of the devil. <laughs> Because Jesus was healing people on the Sabbath, healing people um, on Sunday, or I shouldn't say Sunday, but let's just say the Sabbath back then when he wasn't supposed to, quote unquote. And I say all that to say that when Jesus came, he started to break the mold. He not only came for sinners but he ran to sinners because he is a healer he is the healer he is the antidote and so many times again like in my life i have experienced and as you 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 all listening have probably experienced you know you know the pharisee spirit or those that have claimed christianity yet they they do judge you or they look at the speck in your eye, but they do not consider the plank in their own eye. Um, and as Christians, we are called to show Christ's love. And, you know, one thing that I did recognize when I called my mom is that she did show Christ's love. Um, and I realized in that moment, moment, even though I was not saved, she cons consistently showed Christ's love to me by just loving me where I was at. She did not look down on me um, when she would, I would come home smelling like weed. She did not look down on me when I was clearly um, fornicating. You know, I mean, I was in the world. I didn't necessarily care that I was having sex and not just with one person. You know, it could have been one person at the time, but there were instances that I found myself in where I put myself in not 
not the best situations, but every time I came to her, she always left an open door. She said, you know, you can talk to me about anything and just know that I will listen. I will be here for you. And that's what she did. She always met me where I was at. And even when Paul is talking in first Corinthians, that is what he's doing. He's saying, I'm going to meet you where you at, where you're at. Even though I am not a Jew, I'm going to become a Jew for you. Even though I am not practicing, let's say, fornication, even though I am not smoking weed or taking drugs, I'm going to meet you where you are, and I'm not going to shy away from you. I'm not going to basically shun you just because you are not a Christian or you do not believe in Jesus Christ. That is not room for me to shun you out. If anything, that is more room for me to approach you. That is more room for me to treat you like you're a human being. And that's what it comes down to. It comes down to us as Christians. If we say that we are Christians and we are claiming Christ, we must emulate Jesus. And the more that I learn who Jesus is, the more that I study the word of God, I realize that when Jesus came, he did not come to abolish the law, but fulfill the law. And when he came to fulfill the law, a lot of things that he did, did looked foreign and they looked out of place because they were out of place and he did that on purpose jesus treated everybody the same and then i had to ask myself i said well you know in my everyday life i have friends most of my friends are not christians you know and i'm not gonna lie when i became saved i was like lord how do i how is this relationship going to look now that I'm saved? There was a lot of times where I was scared and I was nervous and I was like, wow, you know, there's not a lot of things that I don't do the same things that I used to do. I don't talk the way I used to talk. I don't listen to the same things I used to listen to, um, but I still have my struggles. I still have things that I'm dealing with. I still have things that I need to overcome. And I was like, Lord, how do I navigate these relationships? And Jesus is teaching me, just love them for who they are. Love them where they are. Let them be themselves, you know? Um, and that's truly how we spread the gospel. It's not calling a friend and say, pointing out, oh, well, you do this or you do that and you're doing this wrong. No, it's about loving them where they are, meeting them where they are, and realizing you are literally just a sinner saved by grace. We did not save ourselves, but Christ drew us to himself. No one can save themselves. And when Paul says, I do all of this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessing, he's saying, I treat everyone the same and I meet people where they are so they can see Jesus through me. The best way for us to show Jesus to the world is not by beating them over the head with the Bible. It's by sharing the love of Christ with them. The way we share the love of Christ with them is meeting them where they are. And if a conversation comes up about Christ, that's amazing. We don't always have to bring up Christ just for the sake of bringing up Christ. Now, if God puts that on your heart to talk about Christ with them and share the gospel, then he does that. But the best way to, to, show, God, to show Christ is to emulate him. Um, I do want to also read a scripture um, and it's talking about the fruit of the spirit. Now, I want to say it's very easy 
this is Galatians 5.22. It's very easy to say, but the fruits, and make that word plural, fruits. But in the word of God, it says, but the fruit, that's singular, that's one fruit, that's all-encompassing. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law now i do want to stay on this for for a second i'm not saying that we should not stand firm on our beliefs i'm not saying that love equals acceptance because it does not Uh, what i am saying is That as Christians, I do believe that we often get into a self-righteous spirit. And we often forget that we are sinners saved by grace. We often forget where God has pulled us out from. We often forget that we were in the same position that we see those around us that we love in. Um there will be times where we don't understand what someone is going through. There will be times where your loved one is dealing with something that you have not dealt with. But just because you have not dealt with what they are dealing with does not mean that we should shut them out. It does not mean that we should look at them like they are lepers. It means that they are battling some things. And it means that We need to meet them where they are. And it means that we still need to show the love of Jesus. And so my encouragement on today is to just remember where God has brought you out from, if you are a Christian, right? Remember where God has brought you out from. Um... And really think about that, really ponder, like, wow, I was doing that and God brought me out of that. Wow, I could have died in that situation or that situation could have been way worse off than what it was and God brought me out of that. And then I do believe that that will help your conversations with your loved ones. When you look at them from a perspective of they were still made in God's image and that Jesus died for the whole world. Jesus didn't just die for some. Jesus didn't say, well, I'm just going to die for this person, but not you. Jesus said he died for the whole world. He died for the sins of the world, for all the sins, every sin that even sins are unimaginable, he died for. And we need to remember that because that is going to create humility within us. We're living in a generation, in a world where A world is trying to make God obsolete. And we see it. We see it in, we just see it all over the news. We see it in uh, social media. We see it in real life. And for those of you that are not saved, those of you that know nothing about God, those of you that want nothing to do with God, Okay, you know, but what I will say is, if you are listening to this podcast and you are not saved, and maybe you don't believe in God, or maybe you're you're claiming you don't believe in God, or 
maybe you are hurt, um, there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast and I thank God for it. And that's all I will say. Um, also, I want to say really quick that when I came, when when Jesus started to draw me, it was not quick. It was actually, it took a lot of, it took time. But what I will say is he was very gentle. Um, he met me where I was at. And I mean, I was in places that people probably wouldn't believe I was at, but he met me. He met me um, through people I never knew that he would. And he met me in some of my darkest times. And he met me in times where I wanted nothing to do with God. Um, And he met me in times where I did not believe in God. He met me in times where I felt the least desirable. And because he met me in those times, over time, he was softening my heart. And even in those times, he was showing me who he was. And he was showing me the true love of God and the, and the true love of Jesus Christ. And even talking about it now, it truly does make me emotional because I've never met somebody like Jesus. And that's the whole point. The whole point is that Jesus is not like human beings with conditional love. Jesus is a love that is indescribable, but it is a love that is available. It is a love that truly does heal. And so even moving forward in my own life, when talking to others, I just pray to really reflect Jesus and who he truly is. Until next time.